The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. Protest that is before us. If the clerk will please call the roll. Councilmember Scott Benson. Councilmember Fred Durhall III. Present. Councilmember Letitia Johnson. Present. Councilmember Gabriela Santiago Romero. Councilmember Mary Waters. Present. Councilmember Angela Whitfield Calloway. Councilmember Coleman Young II. Council President Pro Tem James Tate. Here. Council President Mary Sheffield. Present. Madam President, you have a quorum. Thank you. There being a quorum, we are now in session. And we will start off with public comment. If there is anyone here today joining us virtually that would like to make public comment, please raise your hand at this time. And Ari, do we have anyone here for public comment? Good afternoon, Madam President. We have one hand raised for public comment. All right, you will have two minutes. Okay, let me just put up the timer. The first caller is, or first and only caller is Carol Hughes. Good afternoon, honorable body. Can you hear me? Yes, good afternoon. My name is Carolyn Hughes. May I speak? Yes. I, I think it's we need to make every effort to include our citizens in every contract that we have. Uh, it, it seems to be uh, or escape the body that the majority of the people aren't being uh, serviced in this in this community anymore. It's uh, it's leaning toward uh, minorities, and you have to understand that the people in this city. Black people, ADOS people are the majority and should be getting the vast majority of contracts because we are the majority, but that does not happen. Please stop uh, participating in the disenfranchisement and the gentrification of our people in this city. Thank you for being here. Let me hear for hearing my statement. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. So that will now conclude our public comment and we will go straight into our discussion for this afternoon, this is a vendor protest petition filed by LIJBS Enterprise. And we have um, individuals here from procurement in the law department. All right, so we'll start it off with Corporation Council. And just turn your mic microphone on. Conrad Mallet, Corporation Council, City of Detroit. Sandra Stahl, Chief Procurement Officer. Um, Mr. Whitaker, did you want me to have the petitioner come up as well, too, or? Um, you can. If we can have the petitioner join us as well. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Madam President. If you guys can just state your name and titles for us once you get situated. And just make sure your microphone is on, just press the bottom. Yep. Barry Foster, owner of LIJBS Towing. Good afternoon, Your Honorable Body. Jahan Crump Gibson representing LIJBS. 
All right. Corporation Council? So, Madam President, this is an, actually an unprecedented uh, moment in City Council history. <laughs> As I understand it, we've never had a vendor protest of this kind. Uh, it is clearly new for me, as described to me by my colleague and good friend, uh, David Whitaker. My role here today is simply to facilitate the conversation. This is an open forum. Uh, Mr. Foster, the president of LIJBS, will present uh, his case. Uh, Sandra Stahl here from OCP will respond. Uh, we're looking forward then at the conclusion, uh, Madam President, of a motion as to disposition uh, from the Detroit City Council. Uh, there are no, quote, rules of evidence. There are, however, rules of decorum. Uh, we are expecting everybody to behave in a professional manner, answer the questions as presented, and do the best they can to advocate for their uh, particular uh, position. Uh, and with that, Madam President, I think I will do us all a favor and turn this back over to your capable hands. All right. Thank you, Corporation Counsel. And we will start off with the petitioners. Thank you, Madam President, and good afternoon again to you and your honorable body. We thank you for the opportunity to allow for due process in this matter and present to you what we think is instantiated evidence of a denial of an award for LIJBS to continue to provide police-authorized towing services to the Detroit Police Department. Um, at this time, I'm going to ask Mr. Foster to introduce himself and tell you a little bit about his business. Good afternoon, City Council. I'm Barry Foster, owner of LIJBS Towing and president of the Detroit Towing Association. I am a proud police authorized tower and have been for more than 20 years in the city of Detroit. At the time I started, I was also the youngest Detroit police authorized tower and believe I still am. I've invested more than $3 million in the city of Detroit with my business alone. I was raised by proud Detroiters and grew up in the city, a graduate of Northern High School. I remain passionate about the city and find ways to involve, to be involved in the community. LIJBS is Detroit-based, located on the city's east side. Our company proudly employs 30 employees, of which 22 are Detroit residents. We are proud of the operation we have grown. We're recently awarded contracts with Municipal Parking and GSD to tow the city's emergency vehicles and equipment. We also have contracts with the Michigan State Police, Wayne State Police, Great Lakes Water Authority, Hertz and Avis Rental Car, and also being the exclusive tour for the Parade Company, and many other organizations and task force in Detroit businesses. We have over 30 pieces of equipment, which can accommodate light, medium, and heavy-duty towing, as well as specialized transport. I'm currently one of two heavy-duty DPD towers in the city. LIJBS works very hard to keep our impound yard and office very clean and organized. We have been told on numerous occasions by city inspectors, DPD personnel, that our impound yard is one of the most well-maintained, if not the best, in the city. This was even stated by DPD personnel on the latest inspection of our yard spring of this year. As a police authorized tower, I have an excellent record of service. I have used my expertise, staff, and fleet to help the Detroit Police Department 24 hours per day, seven days per week. My experience and fleet have often been called upon to help where other tow companies cannot provide the service or expertise needed. We have proven this in, our pa in the past. Examples are retrieving vehicles from the Detroit River, 
safely removing overturned semi-trucks and even towing helicopters for the Detroit Police Department from Delaware at no cost to the taxpayers of Detroit. Recently, we were called upon for a transportation quote for a helicopter located near Houston, Texas to Detroit for DPD. Commander Parrish has called upon me over the years for advice and expertise at all hours of the day. I expect and welcome this because it's the nature of our business. We work hand in hand with first responders and we must respond when emergencies happen. I have helped to spearhead many things that help our community and impact thousands, including turkey drives, coat drives, and assist with the parade of tow trucks at Children's Hospital around Christmas time. You may have seen our second annual turkey drive with Second Ebenezer Church in the news recently. It was a day we won't forget. I'm shocked and dismayed that I was not chosen for contract renewal as a police authorized tour, given my history, service, and dedication. Even more disappointing than not being selected is how the process played out leading up to the denial through procurement's handling of the protest process. I'm thankful for the opportunity to finally be heard. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Madam Chair, we trust that your offices have received the documentation that we emailed yesterday. If not, we can certainly forward that over to your offices at the conclusion uh, of this discussion. You've heard from Mr. Foster about LIJBS's capabilities and qualifications, which were detailed in the response to the RFP. That's the subject of this protest. In June 2022, Mr. Foster began hearing from other towers about an award uh, for the contract, for the RFP, and he had yet to hear anything. He contacted procurement, still hadn't received an update. Ultimately, on June 20th, 2022, he received a denial, which is attached to our materials, and it indicated that LIJBS was not selected as a police-authorized tower. There was no explanation given whatsoever, but there was direction provided on filing a protest with the department. We timely filed that protest on June 24th, 2022, which is also attached to our materials. In addition to filing that protest, we also filed a FOIA request with the law department. We wanted to understand what criteria was evaluated, what the score sheets looked like, and what the other responses looked like from the other bidders. Um, we never received a response to that FOIA. We did get the typical letter that kicked back to, to ask for more time, as is allowed under the statute, but in violation of that statute, we never had our FOIA request filled. Uh, we also never received a response to date uh, to that date to the protest. Uh, my office sent a correspondence on August 1st, 2022. Since we hadn't heard, that went ignored. It was not until Mr. Foster came before the Public Health and Safety Standing Committee on September 12th that any action was taken. After he notified the committee that we had not heard back, Opportunely that afternoon, we finally got a response. When we received that response, which we also attached to your materials, uh, we received four separate reasons that were allegedly the reasons that led to the denial. We submit to you that they were pretextual. First, to support its position in denying LIJBS an award for this contract, the department reached back to responses to a 2021 RFP. And I want to make that clear. It was not the subject of the 2022 materials that were submitted. That 2021 RFP was withdrawn by the department. First, the allegation was that GBS Transportation, which stands for Global Bus Systems, uh, was now um, no longer in operation, and that based on that, LIJBS was, had a propensity for dishonesty. Those are the allegations. We provided to the department uh, in response to this letter, uh, a letter from the owner of that company, 
confirming that LAJBS provided services to them from January 2012 to November 2018. These services were provided for GBS's buses on an as-needed basis, and the volume of tolls was not the same as those of A-bands. The reference was provided to demonstrate the ability of LIJBS to tow heavy-duty equipment. The owner acknowledged that he never informed Mr. Foster that the doors closed. So when Mr. Foster submitted this reference in 2021, it was truthful. Next, the department casted doubt on LIJBS FBI reference provided again in 2021, not to the response to the bid that we're protesting. LIJBS is documented as working with procurement staff by email to verify references, to provide additional contact information. Those emails with Pamela Crump, of no relation to me for the record, are also attached to our materials. We also provided a letter from Special Agent Stephen Remner of the FBI stating that LIJBS, the last toll that was handled, was out of the Memphis field office, not the Detroit office. So if procurement was contacting the Detroit office, they were not going to be able to verify that LIJBS provided service. It goes on to confirm that on February 2nd, 2016, LIJBS was in fact entered as a vendor in the Memphis field office. Third, the department raises the issue of a typographical error in a previous bid submission. LIJBS noted that it could store up to 1,000 cars and it should have been 100. This was merely a typographical error, but the department used this as ammunition to level allegations that LIJBS was illegally expanding its lot, which leads me to reason number four. As it relates to this alleged expansion, the department stated that LIJBS misled the Board of Zoning Appeals and otherwise made misrepresentations to the city. This couldn't be farther from the truth. LIJBS General Counsel, Mr. Rhodes, who is present today in the gallery and is available to answer any questions that the council may have, was involved with discussions with the city on this specific land use issue. In short, LIJBS was forced to score cars temporarily on its other owned lots uh, because it was over capacity with towed vehicles. The reason why it was over capacity with towed vehicles was because of DPD's auction process, which is inconsistent. Despite many complaints from towers over the years, this is an ongoing problem, there was no outcome achieved. As a result, the vehicles remained on LIJBS's lots for extended periods of time. Without this issue, LIJBS would not have been over capacity at all. Notwithstanding this fact, LIJBS applied for the additional capacity, which was ultimately approved by the Board of Zoning Appeals. This matter was also referred to the Office of the Inspector General, which ultimately confirmed that LIJBS committed no wrongdoing in this process that is also attached in our materials. LIJBS has also been issued a certificate of occupancy every single year. At this time, I'd like to ask Jerome Warfield to address the honorable body on the questionable process concerning this RFP. Uh, Mr. Warfield, this microphone here should work if you want to join us at the table. And then turn it on. Just press the bottom of it and turn it on. Thank you. Good afternoon. Honorable body, and thank you for allowing me time to express my comments concerning the police authorized towing RFP process. My name is Jerome Warfield. I am a former uh, Board of Police Commissioner and two time chair. Dr. Martin Luther King once said that our lives begin to end the day we become silent on things that matter. 
Today, what matters to me is the way the RFP process for DPD towing contracts has transpired over the past several months. My comments are primarily process focused and not personal. I was contacted early in March by the Detroit Towing Association to assist them in navigating through this process. At that time, their calls to DPD and to procurement went unanswered and unreturned. It was then um, that they advised me that there was no bidders conference scheduled for a RFP that only had a three-week window, a 10-page RFP that only had a three-week window uh, to be filed. Upon understanding that, I myself called Mr. Boise Jackson and explained the situation to Mr. Jackson. His reply to me was this, and I quote, this is not how we do business. Immediately thereafter, Mr. Mr. Jackson scheduled a bidder's conference. I believe that conference was scheduled for March the 22nd. All of our questions and concerns were addressed and answered, and the RFP date, the deadline date, was pushed back a week as a result. Last month, the Subcommittee of Health and Safety received a report from a staffer from DPD which directed the process. The law department and the procurement department was also present. In that report, it indicated that the Board of Police Commissioners weighed in on and approved and or rejected the recommendations of contracts. Please note that the Board of Police Commissioners, it was a subcommittee of three persons out of 11 that weighed in on it. That recommendation never went to the full body. There was never a resolution from the body or vote or discussion or debate from the body as it relates to the contracts that were approved or denied. And I know that earlier in the year, or maybe it was last year, that the Board of Police Commissioners tried to vote to reclude themselves from towing issues. However, when you have a charter mandated responsibility, you yourself cannot change your charter mandated responsibility within yourself because you take an oath of office to uphold the charter, which, go which governs and guide your activities. Additionally, one of the most egregious parts of this process is when former DPD, um, is, I'm sorry, when the presenter from DPD referred to LIJBS and Mr. Foster as having integrity issues. I've known Mr. Foster and his company for over 13 years. His ethics are unquestionably upstanding. He or his company has never put the city of Detroit through any issues would cost the city $700,000, which is what the presenter at that particular day in front of this honorable body has done when he was working the beat, harassing young African-American boys and young Latino boys in Southwest Detroit. Finally, as you all understand, we are here to make sure that we speak up for the process, to make sure that the process is equal and the process is fair for all that are included. I ask of you today, not only to vote yes on LIJBS contract, but also to do due diligence to make sure that every contract that is recommended is not coming from a company who has overcharged or who has gouged the citizens of the city of Detroit, as it has been recently reported in local press and media reports. Thank you.
Thank you. And finally, Madam Chair, we submit that based on what we've presented today, uh, we're requesting a, a few things. One, that the City Council take action to ensure that the, pro the proposal submitted by LIJBS was properly evaluated. There's no evidence that this happened. Um, we're further requesting that an award actually be issued for this contract. The department was able to cherry pick vendors that it wanted, hiding under the cloak of alleged concerns about LIJBS's integrity. And this is interesting, as you heard Mr. Warfield present to your honorable body, uh, in light of the fact that there are vendors that are up for a contract award that have been accused of predatory practices in the DMC area. This has been aired recently in the press, all on social media, as recent as September. This is interesting because um, one of the individuals that made presentations and allegations about LIJBS's integrity morphed into an advocate for that vendor, yet has taken painstaking efforts to ensure that LIJBS wasn't awarded this RFP. And even prior to this protest being filed, that individual made an unsolicited improper appearance before the Board of Zoning Appeals, the same meeting where LIJBS's storage capacity approval was approved, um, attempting to discourage the board from voting in favor of that storage capacity. This was wholly improper, unprecedented, and potentially actionable. This tour is the poster child for businesses providing service to the city. Homegrown, minority-owned, employing Detroiters. You heard it. 22 out of 30. Overly qualified. So much so that municipal parking and general services just recently awarded contracts for towing. We ask that this honorable body take this into consideration when contemplating actions taken by the various city departments, which fly in the face of impartiality, fairness, ethics, and equity. That concludes our presentation. Thank you, Madam President. All right. Thank you so much. And we'll go directly now to uh, Director Stahl. Thank you. Um, I want to first explain the uh, process of bid and evaluation um, so this was a bid uh, in this spring, 15 bidders uh, uh, submitted responses. Seven of the 15 were uh, rejected after, uh, during evaluation and eight were um, uh, awarded and those contracts were sent up to city council. Um, LIJBS was one of the ones that were uh, that the evaluation committee saw fit to reject from award. Um, the reasons given were, uh, you know, uh, shared. Um, one was about the. Uh, so let me first say that OCP is a facilitator in the evaluation process, and the um, the scoring is done by the members of the evaluation committee. And OCP's process is such that every member of the, so the department designates who will be on the evaluation committee and every member of that committee signs a confidentiality of, uh, uh, agree, uh, agreement. And the discussions uh, and, um, and uh, information about the bids are not shared outside of that evaluation committee. So this is just in response to the question about what, uh, who from the Board of Police Commissioners. Um, was privy to the information um, and involved in the determination. And so there were three uh, commissioners on the evaluation committee and three members of DPD. Um, and then OCP was a facilitator of that evaluation. And um, OCP, um, 
OCP must rely on the department's um, explanation of past performance. And um, at the end of the day, the department is the one who has to manage that contract and they must have you know, confidence in that company. And um, relying on, on information from the department um, about the uh, Board of Zoning Appeals uh, issue, uh, the question on the expansion, as well as um, the uh, uh, use of um, the land outside of its permitted uh, towing uh, location or tow lot. And um, there was also uh, questions about, you know, the, the FBI reference and the GBS reference and, um, and then additional uh, allegations about unlawful activity um, provided by a witness. And so DPD's, uh, the department's perspective, and let me first say that all of this transpired this uh, before my, um, uh, before I started CPO, and uh, this happened 20 days into my new job. And so, so I'm uh, just relating what it has been related to me. And um, so um, from, from DPD's perspective, any, any one of these, and many of them were resolved as stated by um, uh, Ms. Ms. Crump, uh, were resolved, but it was the combination of those that led the committee to feel that, that there were concerns um, about their ability to trust this company. Um, and so, so that, is, that, is, that was the perspective of the evaluation committee. Um, and and uh, they, uh, there, there was consensus. So that is how the history transpired. Um, I do also want to note that um, that uh, council uh, approves or rejects awards. I'm sure you know this. Council approves or rejects awards and uh, or contracts, and a contract must be sent up uh, to have it approved. There, there is no contract at this time because um, their bid was rejected, and so this would be uh, at this time we would need to. Um, Go back to the department to reevaluate, given given LIJBS's responses and um, resolutions of these questions that were, you know, um, that were concerns for the department. You guys have not done that to date. Reevaluated any of the responses that were given to date. Okay, all right. Thank you. Just to be clear, yep. Madam Chair, just I just want to clarify for the record, everything that we presented today was provided in our June 24th protest and then a clarification when we received a response back in September. So I understand they haven't taken the action, but nothing that's been stated on the record today is new, and the department has had these materials and these explanations in their possession. Okay, thank you. All right, is there any other uh, individuals that would like to present? All right. With that being said, is there any questions from council members? All right. Mr. Whitaker, just to be clear, um, our action here today uh, will be to, to direct the OCP or to recommend that OCP reevaluate this particular petitioner's bid. Is Madam, that accurate? Madam President? Yes. You should direct LPD to prepare a resolution. Okay that sets forth what decision you've made uh, collectively um, relative to this action, whether or not you support 
the petitioner's request for rebidding, which would require, I think, to rebid all of the contracts that are presently before the Public Health and Safety Committee so that all of the uh, bidders that are qualified can be can be equally evaluated uh, following this this session today okay. if that's your if that's your decision all right and we have tons of towing contracts that are currently in public health and safety and so all of those contracts would have to be essentially voted down or removed from the administration until or withdrawn by the administration okay and so my only question or issue would, would be what impact would that have on services? Um, because I'm, I'm assuming that this process is going to take some time to rebid, and we're on recess until January. I'm not sure if anyone can speak to that. Um, yes? Uh, if, in my opinion, it's not necessary to rebid um, in order to reevaluate this um, LIJBS's proposal and and the concerns that there were, but I, <laughs> I would, um, we could put out a new bid and move forward with the contracts in front of council. Right. I see a hand, Proton Tate. Thank you, Madam President. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Can you just walk through the process of what the reevaluation would look like? That may help. Yeah, um, so let me first start that um, this bid, uh, when, when, this, when the bid went out, DPD was prepared to award anywhere from five to 15 contracts, and they ended up with eight. Um, and those could move forward, and we could put out a new bid. Um, And let me see. I feel that I need to do some more consulting on this question. Mr. Whitaker? I think if council agrees with the protest, then the protest, uh, the, the vendor, should not be put in uh, a lesser position than they would have been mm -hmm. had they been properly evaluated to start. So putting out a second bid yeah. where they have to go back through the process again seems to me would not be a fair solution to the problem presented if the council finds merit in that position to start with. Okay. Madam President, it, yes. uh, if I might. Well, I always hesitate to disagree with my colleague, uh, Mr. Whitaker. I do believe that were you all to recommend slash direct reevaluation that based on the new information or let me correct myself based on the information that the department has had since June 24th that there is a firm basis for which for which reevaluation could occur uh, the department I think uh, could conduct that evaluation in a relatively short amount of time uh, and and move the process forward, I think, objectively accomplishing the goal of reevaluation, which based on the new information, I can't predict, nor would I uh, uh, expect to direct, but based on the new information or the information that the department currently has, 
one might anticipate a different result. Uh, and then we can move this process along and be done with it. Mr. Whitaker? I, I guess if they could evaluate it and have it to the council by Tuesday, when I assume they're, they're expecting to have the other contracts evaluated, then that would be a fair solution. In other words, they should be in the same class as those that are before council now. Director Stahl. I, I just want to note that given the number of contracts, they aren't, there's not competition with each other um, in the bid because we could, you know, if we had additional qualified bids, DPD could have awarded additional contracts. Um, and uh, most of the, and there's not a budget issue because most of the fees to the towing companies come from the private vehicle owners, the fees that are set by city council. Got you. All right, any additional? So you could reevaluate re and possibly still move forward if in fact everything comes out okay with a contract that does not impact what currently is before city council. Right, I believe so. Because there's no competing of funds. I got you there. Um, pro tem, and then I'll follow up, Member Durhoff. Yeah, I, I, I still think if we're going to ask for a reevaluation, it's imperative that we know what that looks like. Oh, sorry. I forgot to ask the question. <laughs> Answer the question. Yes. Um, uh, the committee would come back together um, and uh, we would go through uh, the protest response and um, and then see if the reasons for disqualification are resolved and then go back through the bid and score it appropriately. And you believe that through you, Madam President, that all that could be taken, taken up be, by Monday? Because Tuesday is the day we vote. Right. Um, so, the time, well, I would need to make sure and see if people are available uh, in terms of the time, you know, window, you know, and then it's, I apologize, I should have been saying through the chair. Um, <laughs> and uh, the, you know, it's it's council's prerogative to decide whether to approve or reject the, counts, the contracts altogether. That's I don't believe that's a requirement and doesn't always happen when we have, you know, multi-awards. Does anyone here to explain again how that process would work? And, and again, so I, the question was, would, it, do you, would you be able to do this reevaluation by Monday? You know, end of Monday, because Tuesday is when we vote and we need the time, we need an opportunity to like digest it ourselves. So if, if council is saying that um, you will only consider the contracts all together, then we would do our best to make that time frame. And if council says we can, you know, approve, you know, consider the contracts as they come, then, you know, we would, we would do our best to be timely, but, um, you know, may not make Tuesday. So if, if, if council rejects all of the contracts that are before us currently uh, as a result of not having the information, uh, that, that reevaluation, what does that do to the service? That is best answered by the department. I 
somebody can someone answer their question and Madam Chair, yes. I, I guess my concern, uh, because all towers, and my client can correct me if I'm wrong, are towing under a permit now because there's not a contract. Sorry, through the chair. Mm -hmm. Currently, right now, we are working without a contract for the city of Detroit uh, for the police department, and we have now been for over, I think, going on two years or almost a year. Prior to that, um, with no contracts, um, with the permits process, we were working right. without a contract for two to three years. So the impact um, as it stands right now with the current towers that tow for the city, I don't think there would be an impact at all. It would just be business as usual until whatever this honorable body decides with, uh, with the towers or, or the contracts. It wouldn't affect DPD at all because we're currently towing right now without a contract and an expired uh, permit. Thank you. Okay. All right, thank you, Pro Tem. Member Durha? Uh, I don't have a question that member Tate actually asked, okay. asked my question. All right. And so, um, colleagues, we just need to come together and agree on a motion um, to direct the OCP to uh, reevaluate the bid. And I guess come Tuesday, if we hopefully have the information, if we don't, we can make a decision at that time if we would like to proceed with approving the contract or holding them. Um, until we get the reevaluation um, done. Okay? And so, is there a motion to direct Director Stahl to reevaluate the bids? And before we do so, yes, Corporation Counsel. Madam President, I wonder if you could do me a great favor. Uh, uh, could the motion, uh, and, and you all clearly will choose whatever verbiage that you would like, if you could uh, say direct slash recommend, uh, that way both parties get what they have to have. That phraseology would cause there to be no tension with the chart. Okay. Mr. I, I, I agree with that. All right. All right. Is there a motion to recommend and direct <laughs> our director Stahl Very well done, to reevaluate the bid uh, for petitioner LIJBS? Is there a motion? Motion. Okay. All right. Hearing no objections, that action will be taken. And director Stahl, if you could definitely try to have that done for Tuesday. I'm, I'm probably certain that most of us would like to see that before we move forward with the approval of any additional contracts regarding towing. Sounds like some members are saying for sure. So, Absolutely. yep. Okay. All right. Any additional comments, questions? Mr. Whitaker, do you need a resolution, a motion yeah. for a resolution? Okay. Perfect. Thank you. Okay. All right, if there's nothing else to come before us, thank you all for being here, and this meeting will now stand adjourned.